Need auto parts but can't get to a store right now? Head to O'ReillyAuto.com. Buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5,000 O'Reilly Auto Parts stores nationwide. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Woo-woo, it is Friday. Yay! Throw Yay for Friday! Air. Yay! <laughs> Another glorious Friday. And we have the awesome Liz Futur on the show today. And I'm so happy because... Uh, the topic that we're going to talk about today has really been near and dear to my heart. I've been wanting to learn about this for so long, <laughs> and here we are. So thank you, Liz, for coming on the show. And I have to tell you about her because her bio is just awesome. So Liz <laughs> Liz brings 22 years of essential oil experience, research, and education to her work as an essential oil educator. Her passion is empowering others to become creatively inspired by essential oils and follow their dream of becoming successful aromatherapists. That just sounds nice. I'm an aromatherapist. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Since 2000, Liz has served as the Pennsylvania Director for NAHA, the National Association of Holistic Aromatherapy. She owns Aromatic Wisdom Institute, School of Creative Aromatherapy in Sing excuse me, uh, if I mispronounce this, Selins Grove. Selins Grove. Okay, Pennsylvania, where she offers um two three five hour aromatherapy, two hundred thirty five hour aromatherapy certification program, plus other classes including a two day class called the Energetics of Essential Oils, which is coming up in June. So yes, Liz, ma'am. thank you. Thank you for coming on the show oh, today. Thank you so much for for having me. I just you know love love talking about aromatherapy, and I know this hour will go very fast. Oh yeah, it does. It always goes fast when you're having fun, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I want to tell the, the listeners out there exactly how we met. Uh, we are taking um, this course called B School by Marie Forleo, and my goodness, amazing! It's an online business school, and we're just learning a lot of great information and making uh-huh. all these great contacts, and it was just really timely because, as I was saying earlier in the show, aromatherapy is something I'm highly interested in. I mean, my coworkers can tell you, I spray my perfume. I know it's not essential oils, but the smell and things that it just triggers, I just love it. I'm spraying my perfume all the time. I have loads of it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Liz, how did you get started? Well, it's a really unusual story. Most people who um, find themselves attracted to aromatherapy and essential oils, it's usually through a course or a book or they've, you know, they've seen essential oils and they sort of slowly walk into the modality. For me, it was really unusual. I used to live in Rome, Italy. I, was, I had a job with the UN there, and I lived in Rome for 12 years. And while I was there, I had two children. And when my second son was born, he was actually given an aromatherapy massage when he was less than an hour old. They did not call it aromatherapy. They actually they just said, "Come, we're going to massage. We're going to teach you how to massage your baby." That alone blew me away. And the the um, essential, or not the essential, but the massage oil that they were using on the babies in this little clinic smelled so good and I kept saying what is this what is in this oil the babies are so calm and it smells good and they kept saying oh they're just some oils that are good for the skin and good for to keep the babies calm well it came time for me to leave the clinic I was there three days they said here take the bottle home it was unmarked amber bottle and I said what is in this and they said it's uh, calendula which is very good for the skin it was an infusion of calendula with Roman chamomile well, I've mm. since learned through all my various studies, Roman chamomile is deeply sedative to the central nervous system. And, of course, these babies were very relaxed, and the moms and the nurses and the doctors. So um, when I came to the States in 1996, I, uh, well, actually, then it put me on a mission to discover more, and so I did a lot of 
self-study in Rome on um, essential oils when I came to the States in 96. Then I started a lot of formal studies. And I went to school in New York, and then in 99 I actually went to Purdue University, had a program then, and there is where I got introduced to the actual chemistry of the essential oils. So I started to have a much deeper understanding about the mm-hmm. that this is really plant medicine, and it has a true profound effect on our body, you know, our body and our mind, and it isn't mm-hmm. just because it smells good. Yeah, that's, right. my, that's how I found out about aromatherapy. So I call John, my son is John Luca, and I call him my aromatherapy baby, even though he's 22. <laughs> that's cute. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that story. Um, and before I even talk more, and I almost forget this every show, the call-in number. <laughs> oh, yeah, there those. you go. I do this all the time. I want to actually thank those who are already in queue and listening. Thank you for figuring it out. <laughs> but for those who are listening, the call-in number is 619-996-1641. You can press 1 to speak to the host and my guest today, Liz. And for your international callers, you can just hit the Skype button and you'll get sent right through. So, uh, Liz, with your story, I really, really, really love it because it was something as simple as uh, a gift being given to your, your son, and I tell people so many times that um, when, when things really come together, spirit gives messages, and it's so subtle. I mean, you could have easily just said, "Oh, it's a book for kids, okay, whatever," you know, right. <laughs> and let it go. But you took that and you just ran away with it. So, if there's right. anything uh, people learn today, is uh, and entertain the thought, okay, even if it's something as simple as that, you never know where it's going to take you, and I just love that. That is so true. And you know, Tia, I mean, I know it's it's an expression you hear often, but it is my mantra is that when mm-hmm. the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that the teacher was the oils, and it, they just showed up in a time when I was very ready. And mm-hmm. I know now that I was good to listen because I really think it's my life's path. Right. <clears throat> I like that because... So many people, even back in, and I think about this often, back in high school, it was only only one of my friends knew exactly what she wanted to do. And it was so uh-huh. funny. I remember we had, um, it was Honors Accounting. We were on different tracks in high school, and we had Honors Accounting. And she just, she got right in and she said, I'm going to LaSalle University. I'm going to major in accounting. And she and she did, and she graduated. And I'm just sitting there thinking, wow, I have the slightest clue. <laughs> so, yeah, like this will lead you to your, your life purpose. Not many people That's figure right. out so early on. <laughs> Well, you know, and you know, sometimes just in terms of things come into your life that maybe don't show up again later. Uh, mm-hmm. Until I mean, I was I was um, whatever I was thirty when um, when essential oils came into my life, and I just sort of continued to to study them and use them. And I mean, they became you know, they my kids have grown up with them; they're just a part of our life. And mm-hmm. I'm realizing now that I'm a natural born teacher. And right. what a passion I have for sharing these oils. And there's a need now for people to to have this um, education. So I just feel right. like the path was laid out before me. So, uh, But I think that if we all look at our lives, we'll see that there has been, especially if we're following our passion, we'll see there have been whispers and messages all along the way, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mm-hmm. like and also in your story how you were saying um, you, you self-taught and then you, you got the formal training where you learned the science behind um, uh, aromatherapy. Right. And it's yeah. it's so interesting. And I love so much that you said that because a lot of people, myself included, think, oh, i, I got to go out and i got to get educated. You know, like, this, it becomes so overwhelming. But when you think right. about it, there are so many things that you can just um, look up yourself, and then you can get that formal training. So now you have that background, and it's almost – like a boost of confidence, like, oh, this is already in me, so I know that this is the path as opposed to absolutely. vice versa. That's absolutely right. I mean, I do feel that um, whenever you're dealing with um, with a substance, that, as opposed to energy, like Reiki and polarity and, you know, healing touch, there is, it's, a, it's vibrational, it's energetic. There isn't quite a, there isn't a substance that you're using in connection with the body, whereas when you're working with herbs and essential oils, Mm-hmm. Um, flower essence is not well. It's also vibrational, but there's still a product that you do mm-hmm. at some point say, okay, I'm really interested in this. But now to keep it safe and to really get the value, there, you know, so I can use it um, really well, then I need to get some training. And I do tell people mm-hmm. when you, um, you know, if you find yourself 
particularly with essential oils, you find yourself really drawn to essential oils and all that they can do, even energetically, you know, take a class, get a couple of really good books. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you're going to be pulled toward it and you're going to want to have training anyway. Right, so. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So in, in your practice, uh, what do people use the essential oils for the most? Well, um, generally, I don't have a practice anymore. I've, I've been a massage mm-hmm. therapist for 17 years, and I've, I mean, I've actually done everything. I've sold. I had my own essential oil company for a while. I sold oils. Mm-hmm. I don't have that anymore. I have a massage practice. I've been an aromatherapy consultant. But even as mm-hmm. a teacher, I still have people come to me and say, I have X problem, and the most common are actually often the ones I see as well in massage. Headaches, Mm. back pain, and a lot of emotional issues, anxiety, Mm. depression. I'd say those are probably the four if I had to just, you know, say them off the top of my head. Um, There's a lot of, there are a lot of emotional issues that people in our society have today. And I, I mean, we could have a whole conversation just on that, Tia, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's within our food, if it's overstressed, but... You know, people today are uh, have there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, a lot of fear, a lot of depression, and mm-hmm. essential oils can really work in that realm because they do work on the central nervous system. So they can be very calming, they can be stimulating, they can also um, um, and they can just you know work beautifully as plant medicine. Um, let me get back on track. I get all excited and then I go off on a on a tangent. Oh no, that's okay. That happens. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. So there's there's a, there's the emotional components. That's probably one of the biggest things. And then the second would be people often have pain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've got either headache or they have muscle pain or joint pain. And again, essential oils can. That's where we're really starting to get into the chemistry because. It's interesting. A lot of people think, oh, aromatherapy, those candles that smell good. They think it's just about the pretty smells and our response to the smell. And it's really much more complex than that. Um, I always like to use the example of a cup of coffee. So mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning, you might smell the coffee and already be jazzed. Ooh, I'm going to have my coffee. And, right. um, but it's not until you've had that cup of coffee that you really, the caffeine interacts with your central nervous system. You have, you know, the dopamine's released in your brain and whoop, you're alert and focused. Well, Kia, do you need your sense of smell to have that experience? Okay, the, forget about the olfactory part. Once you drink a cup of coffee and you have that, that caffeine effect, do you have to have a sense of smell for that? No. You sure don't. No, not, um, you know, plug your nose and drink a cup of coffee or, or people who had colds and they have no sense of smell, it's still it's going to work because of the, the caffeine molecule and how it interacts with your body. It's the same way with essential oils. They interact with our body in a specific way. So um, let's just say you have no sense of smell, but you have an inflamed knee or you have bursitis or arthritis, or muscle pain, um, back spasms, even headaches. Those can all be addressed with essential oils. And it has nothing to do with your sense of smell. It's about how the essential oils, you know, the therapeutic effects that they actually have on our body. And that's just great news because um, it just opens up the whole field for, you know, the possibilities with essential oils. So there's the whole plant medicine, the whole therapeutics, how it interacts with your body. There's also the therapeutics, how it interacts with your mind and your emotions. And then there's the whole energetic component, which is more ethereal and vibrational. And not for everyone, but um, it's a part of it I really love. Um, you know, um, on the energy, you know, everything in existence is vibrations. Mm-hmm. And different plants, essential oils resonate at different vibrating frequencies, just like pitches. And um, essential oils are actually broadcasters of energy. They, um, they're like imprinted from their original source, the, the source being the plants, which produce the essential oils. Mm-hmm. So the subtle qualities of the oils can also be extremely beneficial. Um, I do. I have this class on the energetics of essential oils, and what we talk about in that class is which essential oils resonate with us, with our, with our vibrations, with our chakras, and how we can apply them energetically. And it's great because you've got a multi, you've got kind of a layering effect. So let's just use an example of, um, oh, let's go with, 
you've had some sort of trauma, I don't know, let's say a car accident, mm-hmm. and um, you have physical trauma, you've got inflammation, I don't know, you bumped your knee or you have, you know, I'm trying not to make it a terrible accident. You know, it's just a, a fender <laughs> okay. bender that you got a little bump. So you can use a helichrysum or German chamomile for bruising and lavender for pain, and you can apply that into your body with carrier oil. You can use, um, again, lavender or uh, an essential oil called bergamot. I call it bergamot because I learned it in Italy, but a lot of people say bergamot. But you can okay. use that to, to start to calm down your central nervous system if you're if you're upset. Mm. Um, and then you can use, you know, oils to clear your energy field. You've had a trauma, you've had a shock, maybe you had an argument. So mm-hmm. then, so you've got this, you've got this physical, <clears throat> energetic, emotional. You've got it in, on all layers. In my massage practice, sometimes when people come in, and oh, they are shook because I don't know they're late for their appointment, or they had a fight with their boss before they left the office. Many times I'll have them just I'll put a drop of lavender on a tissue and have them sit down and just kind of take a deep breath and process a little bit. And the lavender, which calms your nerves, they'll start to calm, you know, they'll start to slow down. And then when they get on the table, I might use essential oils for something completely different. They have, you know, back pain. They're just wonderful tools, Tia. But, you know, look, look at wow, these Wow, I'm tools. just amazed. Wow, just yeah. blown away. And I love yes. that you were saying uh, it's, uh, it helps on multiple levels. And it, yes. it makes so much sense because so many times, and it's it, it hurts my feelings sometimes when people don't get informed as much, you know, because especially if, if they're uh, newbies. Like, I, I know I'm a newbie, but so many times people are told to um, just do one thing and 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 then forget about the rest because it may seem too woo-woo to do uh, crystal therapy or aromatherapy or something like right. that. But so many things happen on so many levels, this, even when you get a surgery. Like, yes, in, in the physical, yes, your skin is being open, but what about your spiritual and your emotional side? All that needs to be addressed. And th- that's just why I love that you said multiple levels and you just describe, you know, hey, uh, people come in just to the, 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 um, to um, get a massage, et cetera, and you, you help them with lavender just to calm their nerves. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. just really wonderful, really, really wonderful. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, sometimes, well, I, there's a, rarely a situation where I can't find a, a, a use for essential oils, but... You know, sometimes, for example, for internal use, one of the things that I very strongly that I very strongly um, like to impart on my students and people is not to take them by mouth. And I know that mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who do that. And I mean, I have, but I've had a lot of training. I taught. Right. I learned. I um, studied with a woman, uh, Rhiannon Harris, who's in who's in France, and she that is something common in France. But I had training on how much and when and how often and which oils and so forth. Mm-hmm. But um, what I was going to say is taking them by mouth is not something that I generally do for, like, for a stomach ache. Digestion mm-hmm. is something when there when there is a digestive issue, I'll more than likely drink a tea or have, mm-hmm. a, you know, something where I can actually swallow it. And then I'll use the essential oils externally, like to rub my belly. So mm-hmm. there's, again, you're, you're bringing in um, a couple of different, oh, tools, you know, herbs and oils. But I don't. I won't necessarily use essential oils for for everything that's going on, but sometimes I'll use them in conjunction with something else. Right. There was another thing right. I wanted to say about taking them by mouth. What was it? Herbs. Hmm. I don't know. It's gone. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You think about it on. Interrupt me. <laughs> that's okay. No problem. So um, I I do because I, I want to answer this question in particular because I. I'm a gateway dreaming coach. I am a crazy fanatic about dreams. And I, I know that mm. lavender is, is something that's good to use for for dreams, but is, is there um are there other essential oils that people can use for inducing really good dreams and so forth? You bet. You bet. The number one oil that I recommend because I've had personal experience and this is one of the things that this oil is known for, is called Clary Sage. Mm. And that's spelled C-L-A-R-Y, sage, S-A-G-E. Mm-hmm. And the important thing, is, if you're going to buy that oil, is to make sure that with with every bottle of essential oil, you'll see on there the Latin name, 
you'll see a little Latin name underneath, and the Latin name is mm-hmm. the plant that it came from. So you mm-hmm. want to be sure that you're getting Salvia sclerea. That's S-A-L-V-I-A sclerea, S-C-L-O-A-R-E-A. <laughs> because there are many types of sage, mm-hmm. and Dalmatian sage is Salvia officinalis. That, that's not you don't want that oil. You want uh, salvia sclerea. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, salvia uh, clary sage. Um, it does come with um, one precautionary thing, which is for women, um, be careful using it around the time of your period because it has what's called an amenagogue effect on the physical <clears throat> body, and it mm-hmm. causes the uterus to kind of expel. So mm-hmm. if someone has their period, they could have a they could you know go into really heavy um, right, yeah. flooding. Well, that, uh-huh. that is one precaution. Um, the other thing about clary sage, what I, what I love about it is, oh, it's kind of like mm, a glass of wine. It kind of makes you very relaxed, and it takes away your clarity. So, for example, I wouldn't uh, have a massage with, with clary sage or inhale it and try and do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it's a good one before meditation, but it but mm. one of the effects that it has is it really stimulates dreaming, mm. and it does create people who uh, are. I've heard many reports of this, and I've read it. I mean, I've seen this even with my students. Uh, very often, people have wild dreams, not sort of nightmarish, but colorful and just more vivid dreams. It's, mm. And it's in, energetically, I know that it is corresponds with the sixth chakra, which is the third eye, mm-hmm. and therefore it's also a support in anything, any kind of psychic or dreaming work. In other words, sclerea has to do with, it, it comes from the word eye, clear eye. And that's what sclerea means, salvia sclerea. And so it gives awesome. you a clear eye, whether that be in dreaming or whether it be in sort of, if you're a person who is maybe trying to do work to support visioning whether it be, you know, psychic visions or intuition, maybe you want to do some kind of intuition work, um, listening to your angels, you know, being in harmony with your guides, anything where you need to kind of open up that third eye, mm-hmm. it's great oil for that. So, yes, for dreaming, Tia, it is, um, you'd absolutely, and how you would use it, I would say there are a couple ways. You could have a, put some in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. before you go to sleep, just to um, get it into your system and get it into your lungs. You could mm-hmm. also um, put it into, you know, spray, I would say 10 drops to one ounce of water and mm-hmm. make a linen spray and just sort of spray it over your bed before you get in there. You could also use a room diffuser, and there are several oh. types, but something that's going to have it, um, the molecules basically be in the air so you're breathing it while you're sleeping. Um, you could use a nasal inhaler. Or remember those little Vicks inhalers? I don't know if they still have them or not. Oh, the, um, the one that you can spray and... No, they stick up your nose. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. They look like little white tampons. Oh, okay. And take the lid off, yeah. Well, we make those in my classroom. There, there's a little wick inside, and you'll put essential oils in that. That would be something you could put clary sage on that and, and you know, mm-hmm. use it as a nasal inhaler. There's a lot of ways you can you can use the oils. That's awesome. That was actually one one of my questions, uh, ways we can, uh-huh. we can use it. That's awesome. Yeah. And if you were if you found yourself having unpleasant dreams, you could then add something a little bit more softer, like mix it together with something like lavender that would sort of relax you a little bit. Uh, or even a grounding oil. The wood oils are very grounding, like cedarwood and um, sandalwood. Very, you know, very grounding and get, kind of get your feet on the on the earth. Another thing I did want to say is um, when I mentioned about the stomach and not taking them in my mouth and so forth, you know, we have all these wonderful body systems. We've got the urinary and the musculoskeletal and all this. The two body systems that we have that have the best the greatest affinity with essential oils are the skin, the integumentary system, and the respiratory system. And the reason is the molecules from the oils, they interface directly with that body system. So you put them right on your skin or you breathe them and they go right into you know your lungs and in your sinuses and your throat. The rest of the body systems are a little harder to reach. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can be very, it can be very effective for muscles and so forth, but when it comes to things like like stomach, it's a little harder harder to reach. 
I, it was a point I really wanted to make, so I know I've kind of wandered off into a new area, but it's important, you know, for people to know that most effective ways you can use them really are for respiratory issues. It's mm-hmm. also a way you can get it into your system because when you breathe in an essential oil, whether it be in a steam inhalation or through a diffuser, you're getting it into your lungs and into your bloodstream, so you don't have to even take them by mouth to get them in your right. body. Right, and I think that is a really cool way because... I know a lot of people like to do things that are just about effortless. So, you know, if they're inhaling in and yep. or maybe dabbing on their skin, that's just it's nice for them, especially if they're at work. And like like you were saying, maybe they had an argument with their boss. They can just, you know, oh, I just need a little bit of lavender just to calm my nerves, uh-huh. bring me back down. I really like that. So I really want to talk about also your um, <clears throat> your aromatherapy certification program, ACP. Mm. I was on yes. your website earlier, and I, I I think I'm going to go ahead and take your class probably over the <gasps> summer sometime. So we'll talk later <laughs> because Yay, it's just awesome. it's so cool. And yay, so for I, your, yay for your audience because you'll have so much information that you can then share with them. I know. I, I am really excited. And <clears throat> excuse me. I just want to just read down is uh, is a section on her website. You can go to aromanticwisdominstitute.com, and I will type it in the chat room for people in the chat room. Uh, The topics um, uh, covered in this program, as stated on the website, essential oil properties, carrier oils, methods of application, we spoke about that a a little while ago, blending techniques, business skills, and how to conduct an aromatherapy consultation, your career path. We're all about that career path, right? (laughs) (laughs) How to determine oil quality, and I think that's really cool because there are so many oils out there so how how can you tell what's good quality if that's legit you know you want to get the good you stuff bet. um all about diffusers methods of extraction how to use hydrosols hopefully i pronounced that right hydrosols hydrosols uh-huh. thank you <laughs> aromatherapy and pregnancy and that's really cool i have to say um quickly uh at my gym there's a whirlpool and i actually saw a pregnant woman um in the whirlpool, massaging her stomach. So this can start from as early as before the baby's even born. I, I love that. I, I love that even children can, can benefit from this. Oh, you bet. I mean, seriously, my uh-huh. children have grown up with it, and I have a five-year-old grandson who will now say, mm-hmm. I have a cut, man, a duke. I need some tea tree. Or sometimes mm-hmm. he'll just say, oh, I need an essential oil. What's good for that? Well, he gets a lot of attention with it as well. But I'm so pleased because it's going, It's just going to be a part of his upbringing. So, yeah, go on. Right, Sorry. right. <laughs> I, I love that. That, that. that is really good because, it, you know, sometimes we see this disconnect between the adults and the children. And when you get to involve the children in what you do and everything like that, it just really strengthens that connection. So I love that. It's true. Mm-hmm. And here... Also, how to price your product to sell, which is a biggie, because, again, there are people who say, oh, that's just so woo-woo. How dare you charge that? No, no, no. This is helping you on so many levels, because what happens in the spiritual level also manifests in the physical. So we definitely want to cover all levels, and I want people to feel confident in their pricing. So that's a big one. And how to conduct a case study. So, again, um, a romantic wisdom institute dot com and she oh I'm sorry you could talk more about your <laughs> you could talk about your program oh you're doing a wonderful <laughs> I was job so busy going absolutely. down the line <laughs> um, the one the thing I was going to say about the pricing was it, so many people want to create stuff I mean one of the things with my school we make a lot of stuff I love hands on blending I love to play and mm-hmm. yes we study chemistry and there's you know a, there's definitely a left brain side to it. But we make something in every every day, and part of, because that is really you know when you have a hands-on experience of blending, it really solidifies what you're learning, and right. and it's a lot of fun. Um, no, wait, we were talking. Oh, there I did it again. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's lunchtime, Tia. I'm going to my basil and my rosemary for to stimulate my mind so I can remember what the heck I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway. Oh, about the pricing. Right, 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 pricing. So a lot of times people come into this program because they want to make things or they know they want to start their own line of skincare or, you know, baby products or something. But it's like, how in the world do I know how to price this? And so we do spend half a day on that. And I really break it down and show them how when you, you know, you buy these four products to make your your baby's 
but blend, I don't know. And you've got um then you've got the jar and the label and the ink for the label and your time to make it and the essential mm-hmm. oils. We even break it down to so you know how much your essential oils cost per drop. Because some essential oils can be very costly. Rose is like a dollar ten a drop. Well, if you're using mm-hmm. ten drops in your blend, you need to, to know how much is this costing me. So, um, you know, this is all the business side of it. I love business. I, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I love you know, B school has just been so much fun because it's oh, just really, really all is. about the business of the thing I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and one of the things in the certification program, because generally when people take that class, they're very committed to to themselves and to their education about aromatherapy. So usually they have mm-hmm. some idea of what they want to do with it. Like, either I want to make a product line, I want to add it to my massage practice, I want to. Mm-hmm and aromatherapy consultants. Some people are nurses and they want to take it into the hospital and work it with their patients. Mm-hmm. And um, what I like to do is with these, we spend a lot of time talking about personal goals. You know, what right. would you like to do with your profession? How do you want to make a difference when you're using essential oils? Or do you just want to use it in your family? You know, some people mm-hmm. just really want to go green in mm-hmm. terms of health care and, and, and cleaning products and so forth. And so... All that to say, um, a lot of pers- a lot of individual and personal attention is given in this class for what people want to do with their education. Oh, I'm so excited! If you want to come in here, yay! You're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, and you are just three hours outside of Philadelphia, that's so that's correct. pretty cool. I was um, yeah. bringing up on there, so that's that's pretty cool. And you, you also have an energetic of essential oil uh, class June 8th and 9th. You can talk about that. Sure. Um, it is a two-day class. I all my all my classes are two or more days, with the exception of I have a little green cleaning class that's a morning. That's a lot of fun. The the um, so in June is the energetics of essential oils, and then in August is something called the therapeutic uses of essential oils. And they're kind of mm-hmm. two sides of the same coin. So mm-hmm. the two days in June just focuses on just that the vibrational, the unseen aspect of. Um, I would say the non-physical, the use of essential oils in a non-physical way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how the oils affect your subtle body, your psyche, your soul. Um, we I teach about using essential oils for to assist like with meditation, um, even people who do energy work, how they can easily incorporate essential oils into that work. Um, you know, all sorts of transformative techniques based on inner work and, and adding essential oils to it. And how they go with the chakras, we use a pendulum, how to mm-hmm. choose an oil based on, um, you know, and how to choose an oil with a pendulum or a dousing rod. And mm-hmm. it's not, to- I mean, I definitely get into some of the physical stuff here because, for example, I may say, okay, we know that these five oils are really good for uh, cough. Mm-hmm. And because we talk a little bit about the the, the, the um, physical properties, but which one is the best one for my cough? And then we might get out the pendulum. You mm-hmm. know, so it's kind of a blend of of the medicine versus the energetic. But right. primarily, we use we we learn some yoga poses that will open up your chakras, and then which essential oils you would use to further benefit that. So it's much mm-hmm. more um, you know energetic, vibrational, and then in um, August. There's a two-day class that is the therapeutic use of essential oils, and that doesn't touch much on energy. That goes much more into essential oils as medicine. You know, we make therapeutic blends for cough and toenail fungus and all kinds of things. And, awesome. and in the energetics, yeah, in the energetics class, there's a lot of blending too. You know, anointing oils and and um, mm. sacred sprays for clearing the energy field. So we do make a lot of products there as well. They're just without different intention. Love it. So let's do a, a, a quick recap because there are loads of awesome information. So with aromatherapy, it, the the essential oils definitely can be applied for daily uses. This isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, I use it for just special occasion. You can use it for just to calm your nerves. And yes, you can ma'am. use it, and I love that, you can use it uh, just about anywhere, just as Liz was saying earlier, she uh, had the lavender on on a, on a uh, napkin, and you can use it that way. So it's, it's really simple ways to use the essential oils, and yeah, we can absolutely. use essential oil. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. 
Oh, I just, I'm agreeing with you, absolutely, oh, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> if we could use essential oils uh, via the bathtub, um, sprays, uh, Liz did mention, um, take, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, or people do uh, ingest it, but she cautions you uh, about that, you know, unless you're a seasoned pro like Liz, <laughs> okay, uh, you know, right. be cautious with that. Um also, we learned that uh, even children can can benefit from this. So you're never too early, it's never too early to start. You know, you can uh, definitely get them involved. And we also learned that the simplest things, the the messages from spirit, as I like to say, can come from anywhere, and it can lead you to to here. <laughs> you know, living yes, your, your life purpose, right. all that cool stuff. We also learned that we can mix uh, essential oils. Uh, we learned that um, uh, uh, Liz is uh, definitely willing to help you. She has this aromatherapy certification program. It's just really cool. Anything else you want to add in case I missed something in this recap? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I, you touched on the safety thing, and I do feel, you know, to be a good responsible educator, I do need to, to address that. So the, there are a couple of safety things with essential oils, like don't put them in your eyes and don't let your children drink them and, you know, the mm-hmm. common stuff. Uh, but mm-hmm. the two that I re- that that are really important to address because um, often they're used incorrectly. One is, of course, don't take them by mouth. And as I said, everything that you can gain from them, you can glean from external use, whether it be inhalation or on your skin. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing is to never use essential oils directly. Well, the term that we use in aromatherapy is neat, N-E-A-T. When you're using something neat, it's not mixed with anything. So like when someone drinks whiskey neat, they're drinking it right, mm-hmm. you know, from the bottle into the mouth. Well, when mm-hmm. you use an essential oil neat, you're taking it from the bottle and putting it on right on your skin. And that's not, not a very good practice. Um you again, well, number one, you're using up way more oil than you need. Number two, there's a phenomenon called sensitization that happens when people do that, and it may happen overnight. Somebody could use an essential oil um, undiluted, just putting it on their skin, they're rubbing it in their chest, they're putting it behind their ears. They could even be rubbing it in their feet just right from the bottle. These are extremely concentrated substances. It's not the whole plant. It's a part of the plant. It has very specific chemistry, and some of the oils will actually be very caustic. They could burn the skin. But mm. others, you'll develop an allergy to them. And I've mm. seen this a lot in my 22 years. And, um, I mean, I know a gentleman who ha- did, was never instructed not to, to mix them in oil. He mm. just used them straight on his body. And there are very few oils he can use anymore because he has what's called sensitization, which is you build up a, an intolerance or cross-sensitization where if I'm allergic to this oil, I'm also going to be allergic to these three or four over here. So that Mm -hmm. comes from using it right on the skin. So what I tell people, I'll give you the dilution formula that we use in class. It's real easy. You want to use a 1%, 2%, or 3% blend. And 1% is basically five to six drops in one ounce of carrier. But it's easier just to remember five drops to one ounce. Mm. That is a 1% blend. And that is good for children, for older people, for anyone who has a compromised immune system. It's a very safe dilution. You can use a full, do a full body massage with that if you want. A 2% blend is, even I can do this math to you, it's like <laughs> 15 to 18 drops in one ounce of oil. And that is, um, it's a higher dilution, but it's still, you know, you could, for massage, for, you know, if you want to make yourself, I don't know, put it in a a carrier oil to rub on your skin or put it in a lotion, to you know, to, for a face cream, 2% is a really nice blend. Most of mm-hmm. my blends are 2%. And then a 3%, oh, I beg your pardon, 1% is 5 to 6, 2% is 10 to 12, 3%. Is 15 to 18. We're mm. just, you know, multiplying. So at 3%, now you've got a higher dilution. And at 3% is where you make a blend for, like, boo-boos. So mm, okay. you want to make a boo-boos blend. Or if you've got a respiratory infection, you know, it's a bigger gun. And it's meant to be used for a short period of time over a small area. So um, those are the three dilutions that we pretty much work with at my school and that I always recommend everyone. I have it all over my website and my blog. I did a whole post about it. And what would you use as a carrier? Anything. Uh, Central oils love fat. 
they love a lipid environment, like mm, jojoba oil or avocado oil, you know, any kind of oil, massage oil. Mm. You can also use aloe vera gel. You can use uh, lotion. I even, when I wanted to use an essential oil in the bathtub, because essential oils don't mix well with water, if you get in and they're sitting there on top, they will brush against your skin and it could burn. I have put them in a glass of milk or cream and poured that into the bathtub because what you're doing is dispersing the oil. So got a cup of milk, please don't drink it. (laughs) But (laughs) it doesn't work with skin milk. You need your whole milk because of the fat content. Mm -hmm. So that that was the other thing I did want to strongly, um, you know, bit of information, education, that I do want your listeners to know that by all means get them out, use them, buy them, and be careful, you know, about application. Wow, that was really powerful. And I have to say that makes so much sense even when I was, a kid, even though it wasn't essential oils, when we put things directly in the bathtub, like those those um those perfume balls that you drop in the bathtub oh, yeah. first, and it irritates uh-huh. your skin because it doesn't mix well yeah. with water. It makes it so much You're sense. Right. So let's not even go into what was what those things were made of because then I'll be off on another tangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't use it anymore. But even with um. The perfume I use, and I know it's not essential oils, but you're right. I go crazy spraying it all over my body, and when I spray it on my chest, I, I break out. And I have to remember, oh, hey, don't kidding. spray it on your chest. Yeah, so I, I spray it in the air, like above me, and then I like walk underneath, you know, let it go that way. But, again, sometimes I just go crazy, and I accidentally spray my chest, and it bumps. <laughs> yep. There, there is, Dia, there is too much of, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. <laughs> Now, do you, do you know. have any, anyone uh, with questions, or do you, or do you have any other questions? Any? There. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, oh, I had a phone okay. problem. <laughs> oh, wait a oh, okay. I thought maybe it was me. Oh no no no! I, no, I was having issues with my phone. Oh yeah, well, you you touched um, a, a lot of good subjects, and I, I did have another question, but you answered it, and and that was in regards to. Um, um, uh, how we can use, or like the best way to use the oils, and because right, I was the thinking, of right? Yeah, because I was thinking, oh, maybe I could put it on my skin, and then I was going to ask you the question. I have I had some uh, questions listed here, and then you said, oh no, don't do it. <laughs> so you definitely, definitely touched on that, and I did put your your website in the chat room, and I also want to give um, uh, your other information out. So her Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash a romantic wisdom institute so that's a r a r o m a t i c wisdom w i s d o m institute i n s t i t u t e and um excuse me wow my throat So, yeah, um, is, is there uh, anything else that you would like to add, Liz? Because I know we have some sure, information. Sure, uh, absolutely. Um, two things. One is <laughs> I love social media. And I just mm-hmm. love social media. Well, I'm a, you know, you can tell I'm very shy. I don't like to talk much. <laughs> I, I like, I just love social media. I like Facebook. I love Pinterest. I have a, a really fun Pinterest page. Um it's Pinterest.com forward slash Liz Fulcher. And I have a lot of aromatherapy um, boards. So I've got mm. boards with that talks just, I have one whole board that's just energetics, just subtle aromatherapy. I have another one that's just green cleaning ideas. I have another one that is, oh, about being certified. I have another one that's the chemistry of the oils. I have, so I have lots of boards with, and then I have also ones on fairy gardens because I love and art journaling, or, you know, my other loves. But I do have a lot of um, aromatherapy boards, and also I'm really active on my Facebook page. And people uh, will very, very often contact me there. So I, um, I'll i get questions. You know, Liz, I have this problem. What oil do you recommend? Or I bought this oil. Is it any good? Or You know, I'm very often people. So that's a, a place, you, you know, you can easily reach me. I'm there every day. I, I post two or three times a day, and I check my Facebook wall frequently. So if anyone has a question or if they want to ask something or if they want to learn more because I'm always posting recipes, I post mm-hmm. organizations and so forth. So that's one thing. Um so yeah, that's aromatic wisdom. Um there was another thing I was gonna say about oh, if you want to email me. Um Oh yeah, I'm very there hard you go. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm well, glad you said that. I was thinking, way. man, there was something else I was going <laughs> to <do." laughs> There's so much, Tia. There's just so much. Um, so my email address is liz at, and then it's two words, aromaticwisdom.com. So my awesome. school is aromaticwisdominstitute.com, but my I shortened it for my email address. So liz at aromaticwisdom.com. I love that. Awesome. I like that you said, oh, you post three or four times a day. And just a little sidetrack here, because I posted in B-School, what, what's the what's the, the magic number, how many times to post a day? Because, um, you know, you definitely want to have that communication going. So that was interesting yeah. like that you said that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's probably enough. I Sometimes I'll post more. Some days, you know, I, I post mm-hmm. once if I'm really, really busy. But I, I enjoy it, and I love I, there's a lot of engagement there with my peeps. You know, people mm-hmm. will, uh, I don't know, sometimes I'll post funny things. It's a place where I feel very comfortable, and I, you know, I really enjoy Facebook. And, and honestly, just totally as a non-aroma therapy thing, it's been very good for my business. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so when people poo-poo, oh, Facebook, it's a waste of time. Well, depends how you're using it. If you're playing games, and it probably is, but if you are using it to generate um engagement with your followers or your friends or fans, then, then it's a good tool. And that's how it we connect it. <laughs> no, it's, isn't that the truth? It's, it really is. It was, a, it's a, it was a good connection right from the beginning, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. And the other thing that I did want to touch on um, just a little more specifically were the methods of application. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the um, dilution ratios I gave were for mixing your essential oil in something you're going to put on your skin. So that would be like massage oil or a lotion or aloe vera gel. Um, but the other ways are, as I said, diffusion is one. I'm going to read something here if I got. Okay. Um, there are a lot of diffusers on the market. Currently, my favorite one, um, I don't even know of a brand name, but it is a cool mist diffuser. Mm-hmm. Um, one place I know that sells it is if you go to pompeiorganics.com, mm-hmm. P-O-M-P-E-I-I, organics.com. Mm-hmm. The kind that they sell on their website is what I use in my school and in my home, and it's very um, it's energy efficient, it's quiet, it, it just kind of mists out this cool mist with essential oils in it, and it's quiet, and I just love it. it and it doesn't uh, heat the oils. So that's a great little instrument you can have home, office. I have a a student who's a a kindergarten school teacher, and she has one in her classroom that actually helps keep the, um, you know, essential oils are all antibacterial. Every one of them has some Mm. degree of being antibacterial. So by diffusing with them, you're killing airborne bacteria. And her classroom's got a lot of healthy kids in it. So diffusion is something, yeah, it's just, I mean, this is, people get very excited when they start realizing, oh, my word, I love how this smells and it does all that. You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, bonus. <laughs> um, you can make a room spray with essential oil, so you get yourself a little, um, I don't know, two or four ounce spray bottle. Glass is best, but you can use a plastic one. And um, put in there essential oils, and you can go with the 1% to 2% blend for that. And just make a room spray, you know, just the wow. so, Anytime you would use forget Febreze and Glade and all those other chemicals, just make yourself a beautiful room spray with lavender, eucalyptus, peppermint, lemon, orange. None of those are very expensive um, essential oils. They smell great. They kill airborne bacteria. I Let's love see, it. Uh, and, of course, in a bath, mm-hmm. when, what happens when you use essential oils in a bath, A, a bath is a great experience all by itself. You've got the warm water, return to the womb, you know, nurture your soul. And then if you take your, and add essential oils, you are breathing in the molecules, so you're relaxing, and you're getting it into your skin as well. So um, adding them to a bath isn't nice. But, you know, people don't take baths anymore, I don't think, like they used to. Everything's about the shower yeah. now. Yeah, just quick in and out. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, and then, as I said, little inhalers. Um, I know mm-hmm. that Pompeii Organics, I buy inhalers from them. They carry those as well. Um, and then just in terms of, um, let's see, I think that's the main, oh, steam inhalation. There's an essential oil called tea tree, T 
T-E-A-T-R-E-E. It's pretty common. Most people are familiar with it. That one has a is a great friend to the respiratory system. So if you're a person who tends to get sinus infections, mm-hmm. um, lung stuff, sinuses in particular, just get a bowl of steaming hot water and put in one, maybe two drops of Siberian fir, tea tree, and put a towel over your head and just do a good old-fashioned steam inhalation. That will kill bacteria in your sinuses. So if you're a person who tends to get them, mm-hmm. my son is very prone to them. Not so much anymore because he actually has a, a little steam, an electric steamer. And now he, when he feels, he's getting a, you know, he says, I'm getting that feeling I get, Mom, just before a sinus infection. You put uh-huh. tea tree in, plug it in, and, you know, just do the inhalation three, maybe three, four times a day. And wow. he does not need antibiotics at all anymore now because he will actually stop it in its tracks. Wow. Think about how much money he saved between tissues <laughs> and over-the-counters. Yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. And we do have a question from um, Facebook. This is why I love Facebook. Yes, <laughs> so, yes ma'am. Uh, <laughs> right? Helena, uh, she says, or she writes, thank you. Um, could you ask if Yankee Candles and Kringle Candles use good oils? Yeah, this is a pretty question, uh, uh Popular question I hear, and, and you talked about it a, a little bit about um, right. the glade candles and stuff like that. So how about those candles? She said Yankee, and what was the other one? Um, Kringle, K-R-I-N-G-L-E. Okay, I'm not familiar with Kringle. I know Yankee. I don't know the company. I don't know their products or what they put in them, but I'm going to bet donuts to dollars that they are not using essential oils. Essential mm. oils are plant extracts. They can be expensive, and mm-hmm. it's much less expensive to use an artificial aroma, you know, something that's created in the laboratory, like a synthetic lavender, a synthetic lemon, a synthetic lemongrass, and put those in the candles for two reasons. One is economics. It's very inexpensive. You can make, you know, you can fabricate. It's called um, aroma, um, It's called nature identical. You can make something that smells just like what comes from the plant mm. with petroleum and other yucky things. <laughs> Not necessarily, but um, generally those things are, the synthetics are, are, you know, they come from, not from nature. And Mm -hmm. so there's economics. The second is essential oils do not withstand heat very well. They are very volatile, and volatile comes from the word volare, which which means to fly. So essential Mm -hmm. oils will go from a liquid to a gas state very quickly, and if you have essential oils in a candle, it's going to be a very expensive candle, and the scent won't last very long. Mm. So, and and again, because every single, let's say, Yankee candle, they smell identical. And in other words, every time you want to buy Ocean Mist, I don't know, I'm just making it up, you know it has to smell like the last jar smelled. So to mm. do that, they create these synthetic fragrances, and they have that in every batch. So I'm going to say, to answer Helena's question, um, my bet is they are not using essential oils, I don't know that, I mean, they're not dangerous or detrimental, except, you know, when you breathe synthetics long enough, it, you know, I just think it's it's not a real good thing for your system. Mm-hmm. The better thing to do, if you love the, uh, I love candles. I just don't like scented candles. Mm-hmm. So I will buy unscented soy candles. If I want the the romance or the um, the calm of the fire, you know, mm-hmm. just have, or I want to have a little ambiance, I use unscented, and then I create the aroma with a diffuser. Ah, yeah. Nice. You can buy um, oh ceramic diffusers that have a little candle in the bottom, and they have a pot at the top, and you put water mm-hmm. in there, and it gets warm. And you can put essential oils in that if you want the ambiance of fire. Mhm. But nice. just know that when you're buying a commercially scented candle, it will be, um, you know, apart from there's no morning mist in in the plant world. <laughs> Or peach, mango, or you know what? Well, peach and mango are, but they don't produce essential oils. So, uh, oh yeah, you know, did I answer funny. the question? Oh okay. yeah, very that well. Help? That's funny. I yeah, yeah. oh, very helpful. I, I didn't think about that. You're right with peach. <laughs> wow, it's like one of those like yeah. oh moments. That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah, not all. I mean, essential oils exist inside the plant for the plant's well-being in some in some way or another. The essential oils is the part of the plant that gives it its aroma. So if you think about a rose petal, 
inside mm. those petals are glands that hold the essential oil. So when you, you know, if you take a rose petal and you rub it between your hands and it smells like rose, your hand now smells like rose because you have essential oil on your hands. Or if you take a peppermint leaf and pick it and you rub again, rub it between your fingers, your hand will smell very minty because you have essential oil on your hands. So they mm. are produced by nature and extracted and bottled. Uh, but not all plants produce essential oil, or not even all aromatic plants are therapeutic. So um, if you see, like, raspberry and mango and things like that, it's probably not the real deal. Cucumber, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, if you want to use, it's funny, because if you're using a scented candle, you've got the aroma but not the therapy. No, oh, yeah, yeah. And we definitely yeah. would like to have both. And uh, Helena wrote, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Helena, excuse me. Helena wrote, "Yes, thank you so much, little heart symbol." So you're you're very you're much welcome. welcome. <laughs> well, thank you That's for awesome. listening, uh, Helena. <laughs> Helena. Helena. Yeah. Good. Good question. Awesome. Yes. Well, we're down to like about the last five minutes. So, any final words or anything like that? Well, um, just in terms of quality of essential oils, um, there are a lot. Of, you when I first started, there was just terrible stuff out there, and the quality of essential oils has gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, well, I could go into GCMS testing. There are, you know, a couple of essential oil companies. I don't want to plug anybody in particular, but, you know, make sure that you, I mean, if somebody wants to write to me, I'd be happy to tell them a couple of good essential oil companies where they can get good organic oils. The best bet is to buy organic whenever you can for two reasons, because you don't have the synthetic, you know, pardon, you don't have the pesticides, and, you know, organic support, it supports organic farming. I mean, whenever you buy organic, you're voting with your dollars. So if you mm-hmm. go to the supermarket and you buy organic celery versus sprayed celery, you know, they take note of that. Look how many people are buying organic. We better get more organic. Well, mm-hmm. We better start getting more organic farmers and, oh, look, we need more, you know, organic. So you vote with your dollars. So, you know, buying organic essential oils is good for you, that you're breathing in the the uh, the essential oil, and it also you know helps support the the people that grow them. Love it. So um, don't uh, forget. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one other. I'm sorry. I would ha- I have to mention this. I do have a newsletter. Uh-huh. Um, I have a newsletter that comes out every Monday. It's called A Dose of Aromatic Wisdom, and it's kind of a it's gotten a, to be a life of it. It's gotten a, it's taken on a life of its own because it's. Uh, <laughs> I have like seven categories. One is a recipe. One is an af- a fragrant affirmation. So there's a positive affirmation, and that's kind of an energetic component. I've got an aromatherapy tip. I've got a little chemistry. I've got a little business. But um, it's a ton of fun to write it, and it's you know it's very informative. Um, if you go to my website, there is actually um, on the top where they have the um, classes and so forth. What's that word? Oh, my word. T, I can't remember. But at the top of my website where there are, um, uh, well, you, there's Fragrance you Fridays. Right. There's, uh, there's a, um, you can click on something that says newsletter. Uh-huh. And when right. you sign up for the newsletter, apart from you get one every month, you get a little ebook that I wrote called Five Pathways. And it's the different ways you can practice aromatherapy if you want to practice it mm-hmm. at home, if you want to be a teacher, if you want to be a consultant, if you want to make group products. Um, you know, there are different ways you can become an aroma, different types of aromatherapist you can become. Awesome. I'm going to post that link in the chat room. Yeah. It's aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash, I think it's newsletter. I'm not sure. You better check. Uh, yeah, it has subscriber, subscribe dash newsletter. Yeah. There you go. Subscribe awesome. dash newsletter, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Awesome. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, the listeners can't hear this, but it's just like this automated woman with a, uh, like an England kind of accent, English kind of accent, and she goes, 90 minutes <laughs> or oh, second. no kidding. <laughs> and In it's other so words, disturbing. you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just, it, just, it always gets me, 90 seconds. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to sure wrap this up. I'm very anyway. polite. Thank you. The call is about to end. Wrap it up, please. <laughs> <laughs> Now she says 50 seconds. Okay, so. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. We have to go. <laughs> no, we really have to go. Thank you oh, for God. the listeners. 
all over. Thank you for people in the chat room. One on one, Miss Terry. Um, <clears throat> one on one with Miss Terry for Shaggy. Know your enemy. He has a really good show. Um, definitely check him out. You can go on um, Blog Talk Radio and check out his No K N O W U R. Um, E-N-E-M-Y and Solana, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Thank you for the listeners. I see people in queue. Thank you for the listeners. Uh, just thank you, thank you, and thank you so much, Liz, for coming on the show. Again, I love this topic, and I'm glad that you came on the show. Well, thank you for having me. This was a ball, and you know, if anybody has any questions, write to me. If you want to have me back to talk about a specific aspect, babies, women, oh, whatever, I'd be yeah. more than happy to come back. Definitely, definitely. We, I will send you an email. So, Yay. everyone, you have a wonderful weekend, okay? Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure, you were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA.